Okay, we're right back with part two. So grab your size, your bow staff, your katanas, and your nunchucks and get back to it. Hey, Mikey, did you ever think about what Splinter said tonight? I mean, about what it would be like. You know, not having them. Hmm. Time's up. Three bucks off. So the back rub was before all that, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think. They get interrupted, and I think it's like Michelangelo. He's the first yeah. one that comes yeah. in. And then she's like, like you lotion. Shoulder. Yeah. And then he pulls out like turtle wax. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like early morning, and so they had all just woken up, and they just step into the kitchen. And, one, yeah, one of them is <laughs> rubbing their shoulder like, oh. And he's like, oh, you want some white mint? Turtle wax. <laughs> pulls turtle <Yes>. wax. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they, they all go back to the original hideout in the sewer. And I feel like they go down there and doesn't Casey say, I can't be down here. Like, yeah. And what then Donnie is like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're claustrophobic. <laughs> and then he says, uh, uh, what does he say? He says something that indicates he has no idea what he means. Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah. Casey doesn't know. Yeah. He goes, you're afraid of enclosed spaces. <laughs> No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> and then he goes and sleeps in his car. Yeah, it doesn't happen truck. yet uh, because they hear some noise in a wardrobe. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, Danny's hiding. Danny's, Danny's in the closet. Hiding. So yeah. Danny has returned to help them out because he knows where the foot's hideout is. Right. And he feels bad. Um, that all occurs. Uh, and then Casey goes to sleep in his car outside because he's not willing to stay down in the sewer. And doesn't somebody says something to Danny like you can't be a part of this or something? Mm. I don't remember. Do you like, remember doesn't it? Danny leave on his own? Is it Raphael's talking to him? I don't remember. So Danny just ends up having a bad dream where he hears both oh. Shredder and Splinter wow. talking to him, and it's it's like things that were said already in the movie. So Splinter telling him like all fathers love their sons and. Um, all this, like giving him advice, and then Shredder saying that you're my family, I'm your father, yada yada. So, right, Shredder. Then he wakes up and leaves. Yeah, right, exactly. He, yeah, he wakes leaves. up and, and Casey Jones sees him leaving or something like that. Yep, Casey Jones sees him and leave. Kate, Casey falls. Yep, because yep. he's restless because he's in yeah. an enclosed space. <laughs> right. Yeah. When he's when he's trying to get comfortable in his truck, and, yeah, he and opens the, he's, the window. Yeah, exactly. He like seems like he's about to fall asleep. And he jumps back up to roll the window down, and then he goes to sleep. All right, then we're aware. So they they go to the hideout, and they try to bust out uh, Splinter, Casey Jones, and Danny. Yeah, Danny visits Splinter again, and this is where Splinter uh, tells him about the conflict and what he had to face and what lessons his master told him and this is where it shows the rat in the cage doing <laughs> kung fu movie moves <laughs> like just on its hind legs yeah, yeah on its hind legs and like this little hind leg just kicks out like such a it, small it leg could have looked so like... much better <laughs> instead it loses some of its weight because it's a little comical yeah yeah i don't remember his master's name uh at all. I think it's like Hirotu Yoshi. But yeah, I know it's Yoshi. Yoshi. Um, yeah, and it's like oh. Hiro Yoshi, but I know the, you know, he does say Master Yoshi a bunch of times, but I think he only says the first name once. And then he talks about how he, he and Oroku Saki fell in love with the same woman. Correct. Mm-hmm. But uh, the woman had no affection at all for Oroku Saki. Correct. And then Oroku Saki just straight up murders one of them. Yeah. So him. does he murder both of them? So what I ha- think it's the, the woman. Yeah. He murders a woman first. And then, uh, Yoshi comes home, finds her dead on the floor. Yes. And then, uh, Rokusaki ambushes Yoshi. Yes. And there's a fight. And then the cage is knocked down. Yeah. And he marks his face. Then the rat attacks yeah, him. The, yes. the, the rat attacks attacked him. his face, scratched him, right. and then he took his ear with the with this uh, the blade that he katana. Had. Yeah, yeah. Katana. Splinter explains that. Uh, yeah, that comes up later. Yeah. Yoshi's <laughs> love 
convinces Yoshi rather than fighting Shredder, Hirokasaki, um, they should just flee to America and start a new life. So they flee. Hirokasaki follows them, kills her. You're right. And then when um, Yoshi shows back up to the house, attacks and ambushes him. And yeah, all of that happens. Yeah, so all that yeah, happens all in happens. New York. And that's how um, the rat splinter is left to essentially his own devices. And that's why he ends up in the sewers. But is that also where he points out to Danny that he wears a symbol? Yeah. On his exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, who like, where's Hirokasaki now? And he goes, nobody knows. But you wear his symbol <laughs> on your forehead. That's so well. <laughs> I used to like sit here and do Splinter voice just all the time because he speaks. It's perfect. Like the voice actor and and the decisions that they made for him. He speaks yeah. just at the right amount, the right pace, where you know he's like an old wise sage, and then that raspiness is just great, and it's it fits awesome. with any like comedic line you you know, inject into it because it's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. But yeah, that's the, that. Okay. That's talked about. Yep. And then, so Casey Jones, you're right, has infiltrated and is trying to find, um, uh, Danny, Danny, but shredder finds him first. He does. And he, he puts, pulls his blade up to uh, Danny's face yep. and then he, the camera just follows the blade down Danny's shirt to yep. his pants. And then, <laughs> then he like pulls this. Yeah. It's weird. And then, uh, Shrimp's oh. hand goes around his back and pulls out the illustration. Yep. It's the drawings of, of April. Yes. Correct. Yes. yes. Exactly. Did he, did, so he did, did he just steal them? Did he steal them in the sewers? Is that? Yeah. I don't remember. So when he was down there in the hideout, like he took one of the drawings, which was Leonardo one of the drawings, um, yeah. watching over Raphael. Exactly. Okay. On the chair. Yeah. Yes. I forgot about that. Um, and then doesn't he just turn to Tatsu and say, find them or something like that? Yeah. He He's, says the turtles are back. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 he literally says the turtles are back and the way he said that, <laughs> I can't even like the turtles are back <laughs> the turtles are back <laughs> watch out y'all <laughs> oh that would be a perfect dub yeah totally different movie yeah. <laughs> dang old turtles they're down in the sewers <laughs> get him. Get him. So, all right. Yeah, he uh, tells him that he's going to go after him, and no mistakes this time. I'll go myself. Okay. Yep. And they leave the room, and then that's when Casey comes in. Um, right. In, in a minute, there's a, in a brief scene okay. in between um, where the foot start to invade the sewers. Oh yeah, there's a little montage. Yeah, they they a whole, you just see a whole bunch of foot soldiers entering manholes and gutters and all that, and then eventually sliding showing down up. the gutters. Yeah. yeah, and then eventually showing up at the, <laughs> the hideout, and they're ambushed by the turtles. Yeah, they come in. They're like, uh? right. <laughs> and then yeah, the turtles ambush them. Yep, they take out those foot soldiers pretty easily. And now it switches back to the warehouse again, where Danny is rescued by Casey Jones. Casey Jones. And they go yeah. to rescue Shredder or uh, Splinter because Danny's like, they're going to kill Splinter. Yeah. Yeah. Now, does Casey Jones in this part, isn't he dressed up as the foot to get in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. During that, like the whole time he was infiltrating and trying to find Danny. Yes, he, he put on a foot soldier's outfit. But at this point when they're rescuing Splinter, he's taking it back off and he's normal jean vest. Get up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So they're rescuing fighting. Splinter, and then rescue Splinter. Does Tatsu appear immediately? Uh, right after that, or yeah, they do this like they snap back real briefly to the turtles. Yeah. Because um, they fighting. are continuing to fight all these foot soldiers, um, and then it snaps back to Casey about to fight. Yeah. Uh, Tiramisu. Tatsu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they, uh, I feel like Tatsu just turns around and tells like he does a hand motion say that he just wants to face Casey himself or something. And then they start to circle around each other and they just grunt at each other. Right. Yeah. It's just like, they have a grunt scene. Yeah. Yeah. At, the, at the very start of the fight, that's exactly like uh tiramisu just goes, uh, uh, 
and yeah. Casey does the same thing back, and then he says, like, you know, if you use this spray, that'll clear that right up. And yeah. Casey, Casey essentially just get, keeps getting beat up by him until Casey discovers a golf club in a box. The golf club. He yeah. pulls it out and hits tiramisu across the head four and knocks him it's out kind of like a replay of the the cricket scene in exactly. the beginning yeah. isn't it like yeah he kisses the like, golf club he, yeah he kisses it exactly yeah um, oh he says like uh, i'll never call golf a yeah. golf sport yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> um there's another cut back to the turtles who are continuing to fight um and then cuts back to casey and the group and they're essentially convincing the boys who have all showed up like the other unmasked uh, foot soldiers that it's like come on let's get them and it's somebody yeah sam, sam rockwell's yeah, there sam rockwell's there he's he's like uh he's the one credited as like yeah. the head thug right. um and they say like we're here we're family and casey's and like some family it's like, it's like you called that down there and this family yeah, exactly yeah and so it essentially has convinced them like to let them go and they just walk out um, they walk out. Uh-huh. The the fight is going from the sewer to to the streets above the sewer, the street, yeah. and then they go up a building at some point. Yep, they keep slowly scaling. Uh, yeah, I don't know how they got to that. Yeah, I, <laughs> but yeah, they I keep don't know scaling. why because I think like some of the foot soldiers start to try to escape, and and then they keep catching up with them, and they start beating them up, and but they eventually right. make take the fight to a rooftop, and they've yeah, knocked out all is, the foot soldiers. I feel like this is the second slow motion scene. Yes. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. I said there's <laughs> only Shredder one, but you're correct. Comes there's, into frame. there's another yeah. one, and literally Shredder drops in the frame. Like his, yep. he just lands in frame. Yeah. All right. Effect. So do you remember like how the fight goes, uh, Eric? I think they ask him, where is Splinter? And he says, the rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it had a name. Or it has a name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It yeah. had a name or something like that. Yeah. Like, you lie. You lie. Yeah. <laughs> you lie. Do I? Do I? <laughs> they go into a. And I think, uh, yeah. Now, is it a joint fight at first or the individually? Individually. Uh, yeah. Thing. At the very beginning, it's individual. They take turns going after them. And then they have that brief dialogue. Um, and they all go into a rage and start to fight them together. Oh right. yeah. Okay. Okay. In which and, they, they uh, wound them briefly, but and they're all huddled around. Yeah. Like saying, who is this guy? And yep. I don't, uh, was there a scene that like was in between them fighting him a little bit? They snap back down to the ground where Casey Jones and April have emerged with splinter. Okay. Yeah. And okay. So all the kids and, uh, as Splinter is standing between April and Casey Jones, it's one of those things again. Camera pans away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they say they they go back to talk to him, and when the camera snaps back, he's disappeared. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's a ninja. He's a ninja. <laughs> I scurried away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me as I walk away. He's kind of like Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Where like he's old and frail and skinny and wears uh, he's acting that way. <laughs> I don't know if you'll notice this. That's something you should look for. He wears slippers. Does like, he? Yeah. Like through the oh. whole through the whole thing when he's like lounging in the chair and stuff, he's got little slippers on. <laughs> <laughs> um and I know Casey gets the gets a dump truck at some point. Yeah. I don't know if he does yet, but that happens. And then it cuts back up to the top and uh, Shredder says something to them. Right. Oh, I think I may have jumped a little bit. Yeah, you, you I think did. They fight, them into, they fight them individually. Yes. Then they get like in a powwow together. Yeah, powwow. And one of them says, this guy knows where uh, Splinter is. Yeah. And yeah. then he says, oh, the rat. Yeah. yeah he yeah, has a name. That whole dialogue. And happens. then they all join together and start fighting. Yeah. Them. Yeah. They all join together and they, they do like briefly wound them. And that's where Shredder is like, all right, I'm done with this. And then he uh, incapacitates um I think it's um, Donatello. Yeah, and then he has his... Uh, He's got a blade to his neck. Like and, a blade to his neck. Yeah, and he tells him... And he says, yeah, he says, like, stop, or this turtle gets it, kind of. Yeah, he just says, like, he yeah. dies, and then they all put their hands up, and then he, he says, dies. weapons. And they all throw their weapons over the ledge. Yeah, they all throw their weapons. And they... But... Uh, Michelangelo throws his nunchuck, and that, uh, you see it actually land on, a like, a ladder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wraps around the ladder. Yeah, it wraps around uh-huh. the ladder. And then what and, happens? And that's when 
out of nowhere comes Splinter. Yeah. Just like ambient music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like he's threatening them all and they're all standing there. And then all of a sudden Splinter interjects. Yeah. And the music like holds his notes. <laughs> yeah, he goes, Hirokosaki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, he says something in regards to his master, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Shredder and then he, takes yeah, the mask Shredder off. Takes the mask off. He still has the same voice, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, then he, and he has the scar. <laughs> he has the scar. And then he's yep. he says Shredder says something um, to the effect of like, "I'll finish what I started with your ear." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Arnold Schwarzenegger with your ear. With your ear. <laughs> and, and then he runs at him with yep. the the knife. Uh, it's a stick. spear. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The knife stick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the spear. Yeah. <laughs> and then the splinter takes the nunchuck, wraps it around the spear, yep. and like spins around to where uh, the only thing that keeping Shredder from falling all the way down is him holding the spear. Correct. Right? And Splinter is talking to Shredder. Shredder reaches behind his back or his leg, I don't remember, and he pulls yep. out a knife to throw at Splinter. But instead of hitting Splinter, it hits the nunchuck. And that was the only thing keeping him from not falling. So he yeah. To. So yeah, he pulls the knife, and Splinter is like, <laughs> like giving him a life lesson. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he interrupts him by throwing the knife, and Splinter lets go of the nunchuck to catch the knife. And oh, you can never really tell what's happening. Yeah, yeah. He, he says something. You hear a, like a like a crump, like a crack. like a crack. It's like the nunchuck's hitting something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he throws it at him. He lets his hand go of the nunchuck catches the knife and therefore the uh, nunchuck unravels and uh, Splinter falls to his death. But, but he it, says something that's like, for when you die, yes. it's is without honor. Uh, without honor. honor. Ex- ex- yeah. That's exactly what he says. Like, <laughs> and he lands in the dump truck and then Casey's, <laughs> he just like pulls the lever like, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> and then it crushes yeah. him. <laughs> Compactor. Right. Crushes him. What we assume is crushes him. Right. And then the turtles all run and group hug. uh, Yeah. Kids. Splinter. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. That's it's like, (laughs) it's the perfect line, but yeah, like they're all loving on him and stuff. And then they're like, Oh, Splinter. Like, Oh, I'm so glad to see you. And then he goes, "Uh, kids. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, Uh, and then uh, they're trying to think of something to say. And then Splinter is like, I've always liked Kawabunga. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> oh, not yet? Yeah. Oh, damn it. That's that's like the end of their embrace. It cuts back down yeah. to the crowd. Please show up. April. Okay, yes. Yep. Isn't Stearns there or something? Yep. Oh, does or Danny meet dad? up with April? Gives yeah. her the money? Yep. He returns the 20 bucks. Okay. And she goes, what's yeah. this for? And he goes, I just owe you this. And uh, Casey, doesn't he like make out with April or something? Yep. They eventually- like talking to her and she's like, shut up and kiss me. Already. Yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause she, uh, she's the aggressor this time. Yeah. Cause her, yeah. uh, her boss shows up and is like, April, you know, there were circumstances like, but I really need you to cover this. And she's like, yeah, but yada, yada. She negotiates like a corner office, better pay, all yeah. this stuff. Um, and as she's getting, her makeup ready to cover the broadcast. Casey comes over and yeah. she gives him a hard time. And then eventually, yeah, like you said, she's the aggressor. She's like, just kiss yeah. me. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, does it, the, the, then it cuts back to the turtles. Uh, yeah. Cause like there's not much else that happens there. Like that happens. Stearns asks all the kids, like what happened here? What's going on? And, Sam Rockwell says, like, why don't you go to the abandoned warehouse at whatever address and you'll have yeah, all your answers. Right. And then, yeah, it cuts back to the turtles all celebrating and coming up with stuff to say. Exactly. And then Splinter says what I, what I said a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how well, bunga. Yeah. Does he? And then it. Does he say like, huh, I made another funny. Yeah. Or is something that, like is that, that. Am I remembering something else? Yeah. He, and then I think it exits, and then it goes like straight into the Turtle yeah, Power song, which is the best exit power. in any movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says, like, I have something to Deception. say. <laughs> and that's whenever he says, how about Kawabunga? And then T-U-R-T-L-E Power, T-U-R-T-L-E Power, Teenage Mutant Ninja. I'm in a half shell. Yeah, exactly. And then it's just credits, and that's the end. The amount of times I listen to that. And I don't, I didn't listen to it. 
and I, I didn't finish the credits, but I don't think there's like a post credits that sets up, you know, Shredder's uh, return. Is there? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No, it's too bad if they had the forethought. That's, Back when sequels wasn't cool, yeah. you know. That's uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. It's great. Yes. You guys did pretty good. You, I uh, I think I thank you for this one because it made me go back to my childhood. On yeah, this I, know. <laughs> I liked it a lot. No, it's wonderful. It's a great movie, and this is one where, like I said, I was going into it thinking like, oh no, like I really hope this isn't gonna suck, and then I'm gonna have like a movie ruined for me. But no, it's really entertaining. Like it's not too much in your face. Where there's a joke every two seconds. Um, it's really good. It's well written, well directed, and it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Even if even if I think like if you just showed this to any kid today, aside from everyone being inundated with tons of CGI and maybe their expectations oh, would be off, but I think they would still laugh at it and, and enjoy it. Michael, I got to ask, who is your uh, favorite Ninja Turtle? I always like Michelangelo. Uh, what about you, Jeff? I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> like he's just always the comedic relief. Oh yeah, yeah. I had I had two. I had one. When I was a kid, I originally really liked Donatello because I was just really into like how smart he was and all that jazz. But like yeah. as I got older, kind of changed to Raphael a little bit because I, I felt like I identified more with him. Yeah, yeah. Raphael, I think feel like is probably the more identifiable character. Yeah. Like as you exactly. get older, the inner turmoil and all that jazz. Exactly. Like he's a little more mature in that way, and Leonardo is mature in his wisdom. Yeah, they all have their what, what Donatello just kind of falls off, doesn't he? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like, like just I mean like you know, Michelangelo is the goofball. Yeah. Raphael's yeah. the serious, angsty one. Leonardo's yeah. the wise, mature, you know, one and leader. Yeah. And then Donatello is just kind of He just likes to do things. Yeah, he's just <laughs> he's just there to be another turtle. Yeah. My, mine was always Raphael. I always say you can always judge somebody's character or personality by which Ninja Turtle they <laughs> oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like Michelangelo, you know that person's probably got like a sense of humor. Yeah. If they like Donatello, they probably were a nerd. <laughs> <Yes. If laughs> Raphael, you might have been a little rough around the edges. And Leonardo, you probably were like a future politician or right, something. Yeah. Like, something like, some hall monitor or something. Yeah, yeah. The Leader oriented. <laughs> yeah. right. I have I've yet to meet anyone, I think, where Leo's their favorite. It's weird. I I used to have, I mean, I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And oddly enough, I don't think this is the case for some people. Jeff and I briefly talked about this. I love the third one. Like, uh, I love is the that the one with the, the time travel with thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Scepter. good. I, that for was some awesome. reason, I just, I like, I just loved it. I loved, I love that, like, I hope the whole feudal, you know, era Japan type that, point in history and aesthetic and then on top of it is just i don't know just like the movie i do i do remember going to see that in theaters yeah oh wow reason. yeah because uh i want to say they were uh advertising it for the movie congo with oh, what? Oh, yeah. yeah yeah exactly congo. that's what i remember i remember like seeing a cutout of congo right and the gorilla's face uh in the theater i specifically remember that i don't know why and then I like going from Turtles three to watching Congo. Yeah. What was the uh, <laughs> female turtle's name? Do y'all remember? That was not. Was she in the third one? No, she no. wasn't in any of them. Yeah, she's not in she any. She was of them. a part of the. Uh, um, she came up, I think, in the. There's this weird like music thing that they did. Do you know what I'm talking about? See, I just remember she just came out of nowhere. I didn't know. Yeah. If she, it was. It was all for some kind of musical thing they did like a rock concert with the ninja turtles i only know about this because i just happened upon it on youtube once <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so i don't know anything about it other than that yeah i don't know i don't even know her name I don't either. <laughs> no she's like the fifth beetle the fifth turtle yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i um, feel like it was like venus or something ridiculous like that probably i used to have a whole bunch of turtle ninja turtle action figures and toys oh, and stuff 100%. like that and it's it's one of my i don't have a lot of regrets in life but it is one of my regrets is i used to have them whenever we lived in new mexico and when we moved i left them to my one of my best friends that lived next door to us let them have them but i used to have like just i had like a bucket full of just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yep. including the van with like the pizza shooter cannon on top and everything oh, yeah. 
Oh, man. So sad. I'm an adult, and that sounds fun to play with. I, know, right? yeah. I wish I still had like at least a little core set of it in the van, but it was like the best. Was the Let's not forget about the video games too. Now. Oh exactly. yeah, I look like the. I don't know. Was it the one on Super there Nintendo were, where it's a, the scroller where you fight the first through the stages? One. Yeah, the first yeah. one, the side scroller, it was super hard. Yeah, it was so, so like, hard, but, but it was so great because every character had different moves because of their weapons. I loved yeah, it. I just I remember there's one level in that game where you have to go like underwater to defuse a bomb or something. And if you touch the seaweed, you die yeah. and it's timed. Oh man, that yeah. was so hard. It was hard, but that was, that was a really fun game. It was a perfect yeah. way to do it. Like just a, you could have four players at a time yeah, fighting. The, yeah, yeah. Turtles in time. That was it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you guys got anything else on Ninja Turtles before you guys go rewatch it and see what you missed and, <laughs> and what you love about it something i'll have to i'll have to watch it before but I, I, i'm definitely going to be watching that crooked finger and yeah yeah it doesn't dumb. do it as bad when he puts his hand on april's face but you can just tell it's like no articulation Lip. to his hand yeah. <laughs> and that's the time where you do want it because they have him like hold a match you know and everything like there, right, there are reason, the times through it where clearly they could do something with his hands and those were the times they should have had just a foam gloved human hand doing the the gestures because uh, yeah, it looks pretty janky compared to everything else. Yeah. Okay. Well then I think we'll let the turtles figure out how we transition after we go and rewatch the movie. It's time to go back. Okay. So for the first time I think we are gonna complete this all in one day. So you guys went and watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So that first question being, what did you think of it? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So there were there any parts in it um, that you felt disappointed in where you watched it and maybe it didn't live up to what you remembered it being? I I think it lived up to more than what I thought yeah. it was going to be, to yeah, be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Just yeah. like little little sections here and there were different in my head but for the most part it was the same Did i can you, definitely tell certain parts where i jumped around and yeah watching again and i was like oh okay this is did, you, did you catch anything where you realized you completely missed something oh um i feel like we said i might have pointed one or two things out but i can't remember off the top of my head um the campfire was one uh, yeah just I had the characters in the wrong places in my head, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, Leo was the one that almost got attacked by Shredder and said, Shredder at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leo was under the knife there, and that caused Raft, Don, and Mikey to throw their weapons, to go in a rage, and, yes. and then throw their stuff. Yeah. Um, we were we were talking about this with Chrissy actually. Chrissy came in the room. Oh yeah. Uh, about how like <laughs> we we asked her is like okay, looking at the the Foot Clan's lair. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to be there? Like, wouldn't you want to hang out? Oh yeah. In oh, yeah, that it looked, place. It looked uh like a cool hangout spot. And her cool answer actually. Arcade. Yeah, her answer actually surprised me, but also didn't. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> click until after she said. Yeah, it, after though. she said it, it, it clicked. It was like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> what did she, she say? She said. Um, that she probably wouldn't enjoy it because of, I guess, all the guys. Yeah, there, that were, was there. it was primarily men. There's, I think, yeah. there was one possible female, and even yeah. Eric was like, "Well, I don't know if it's." <laughs> I mean, well, they could identify as a male. I mean, I'm pretty yeah. sure they were all male because yeah. uh, even at the beginning, when she's going through her uh, montage about uh, you know the crime spree, um, and she's telling her news story at the very beginning of the show, and there's that montage of all the little petty crimes that were occurring. She does say like the only reports coming out of the scenes or whatever are reports of young men or teenage boys cut wreaking havoc, whatever. So like it's even pointed out, it's just a bunch of boys, boys. just, just the boys. And if I was a teenage boy, I definitely would have loved to be there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just play arcades and pool and hang out all the time. 
to be honest with you, I'm an adult and I wish I was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. We were talking about that. We're like, hey, wouldn't you want to go there now? It's like, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like those uh, adult arcade bars that pop up, pop up everywhere. Like there's one here. Um, yeah. And all that. Like, yeah, there's, there's a draw to it. There it's it attractive. Is. And the skate ramps. You the can definitely ramps. tell like whether it be the the music or the style, it had that 80s, but you can definitely tell with the movie also, it's bleeding right into the 90s. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yep. It's right yeah. on the edge. 1990 was when it was released. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like, you know, so I was born in 88, and a lot of these movies, not, I mean, a whole bunch that we've talked about, they, um, some of them in the 90s, some of them in the 80s, but I remember a lot of movies from my childhood watching them after they were released but yet they were still a part of my childhood like this came out in 1990 i was two years old there's no way i would have like known what movies were coming into theaters but yet somehow it still found its way into my life and right right right. became a part of my childhood we also were part of that generation of uh tape traders like you know vhs you know exactly the entire library of uh recorded hbo movies where exactly (laughs) you had a little uh cattle my parents had a little a catalog, a little bo- small booklet where they had all of the tapes numbered. And so you had the titles of the <laughs> yeah, tapes. I did too, yeah. Yeah. A couple uh, movies <laughs> per tape. <laughs> like yeah. maybe three or four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was and pretty then, awesome. like the credits would go halfway and then you'd start yep. a new movie. <laughs> yep. You had to, if yep. you wanted to watch a specific one, you'd have to put it in and fast forward and get to that one. You'd see yeah, but, a future presentation for like yeah. HBO. Uh, yeah. And think about piracy back in the day. You oh, could just like God. put a blank VHS yeah, tape yeah. in there and hit record if it was on TV yeah. and you record yeah. it. Exactly. That's it's great. Screw <laughs> <laughs> you, um, FBI. Don't listen did, to this. Uh, I didn't say that. <clears throat> we did actually talk about that scene with uh, the flashback of Rokusaki. Yeah. And killing uh, the woman. <laughs> we, I even paused it on the like the frame of her dead on the floor. Oh, yeah. She's all like contorted. She's so contorted. I remember being a kid and just being like, I don't understand oh. what I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yeah. Jeff was like, man, her arm is messed up. I'm like, Jeff, you look at the arm. Look at her neck. It yeah, looks like it's yeah, it was all crooked. And oh, um, Yoshi walks through the door and pulls off a hard hat. Did, did he? I yeah, he had like know. overalls. He was like doing yeah, construction like, or something. Yeah, he was a construction <laughs> worker, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a main takeaway. That, that was a transition right <laughs> yeah. there. Like ninja yeah. master to construction worker. <laughs> For sure. What was, if you, if you had to pick one as you were watching through it, if you had a memory of the movie that stuck out in your mind as a favorite, but then rewatching it and being able to, you know, rewatch it just now, um, did you pick another favorite? Did something else stand out as being like, oh, that was, that's such a good part. I need a moment. <laughs> I, I enjoyed a bunch of the, the camera angles. Yeah. I yeah. really appreciate it. Like when he's on the Raphael's on top of the roof, and that yeah. camera shot from another building. That's just a great shot. In that. Yeah, we did point mm. that out. Yeah, you're right. When uh, Casey Jones was tuning his radio and right, right. it showed uh, his point of view of Raphael, like I never really paid attention to the buildings beyond where yeah. Raphael was and the like the cityscape. Yeah. That was a good shot. Yeah, they I don't know, I don't know if it was yeah, I don't know if it was real or not, but it looked I'm, great. I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah. you you can tell by the you can tell it wasn't like a mat behind them. Like no. I think they literally just did a quick shot They're, three buildings away, parallel with um, Raphael, the actor, and just shot a telephoto lens. There was one scene where I did notice a matte painting, and that was when uh, Splinter showed up on the roof. Yeah. Behind him. Yeah, that totally was definitely. Yeah, wall. I was gonna say. Yeah, that was so, <laughs> totally a, a sound studio shot. Like, I, I only yeah. noticed it when the camera moved, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's, that's a studio." <laughs> yeah. Did um, you notice his slippers? No. Oh, oh no! Yeah. No, we didn't. We, were, we kept looking at his hands because you pointed that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His arthritic even, hands. Yeah. Even yeah. the scene when he puts his hand on Raphael, like the scene was so dark, we couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't tell. Like we were like, shit, my my TV's so dark, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't note. Like I couldn't see the whole hand. It was just like his thumb and uh, yeah finger. I did you, notice. Uh, 
I did notice that, like, even though he's a rat, like, his fur kind of like, gave you that, like, Toto from yes. the Wizard of Oz kind of vibe. It did. As soon as Eric said yeah. that, I was like, oh, no. It's, it's 100% right. Like, that's yeah. all I see now. It's a little more dog furry. Yep. Because mm-hmm. yep, it, yep. it stuck out instead of, like, was smooth on his, yes. you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, I guess that's good because, like, if he looked like a like a smooth-haired, short-haired rat, it would probably be a little gross. Yep, it would. But instead, he looks like a, a big, giant terrier. Yes, it did. It did. Yeah. Absolutely did. Um, um, the big question is, did we figure out the maternity results of <laughs> Danny? I was going through the whole movie, yeah, like, yeah, dissecting yeah. this whole information. Uh, I don't think it was his yeah, mom. I don't either. But uh, they had the same hair color. They did. Yeah. The eye Similar color eye too. color and same skin complexion. Right. So I, I definitely... I think that conspiracy theory should still be out there somewhere. Yeah, and why, yeah. and why is he there? Well, we found out the the first scene where they come in is... It's because she was mugged. She was mugged, and the boss went to visit him, and he's making sure his kid's not doing any trouble. So yeah. he usually has his kid with him the whole time. Uh, but every time he comes in, it's usually something happened with April. Exactly. That right. was that was the first reason he came over was because he thought she was mugged, and then the second reason was Stern's. Right. Threatening his job and or his his kid, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's yeah. like, do you have a son named Danny? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, but still, it, like, I don't know. Whoever wrote this was like, okay, we need the boss to just go to her place because <laughs> yeah, it's the only way this plot works. It is also weird. if if Danny wasn't in the movie, like, I feel like a lot of things wouldn't happen. They would yeah. have to go out about it a different way. But hey, he was a, the main driving force for a lot of scenes. I mean, they wouldn't have found Splinter. Yeah, they wouldn't Casey have. Casey Jones wouldn't have followed him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they put him in there as uh, to be that human element of conflict. Yep. You know what I mean? Like he had to fight with the internal struggle of is what he doing, is what he's been tasked to do being a part of the foot, really what he wants to do, you know, is it right? right. You know, and that conflict is what right, right. drives them to where they go. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, it, it was well written. You know what I mean? It was. It yeah. was. It was. And it's like, we have to go back. And then it, like it, when they're outside of that house and it shows all four turtles, it's like, that was the first thing you said. Oh, that was a tense shot, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Time to go back. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all standing there. With the light behind them and everything. Exactly. Sun setting. Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah. It was just like the, it's, I think it's the intro shot of the third one, even though, uh, you know, it's a fake shot, but like the silhouettes of the turtles riding horses in front of the setting yes. sun. And all they are is black silhouette, yeah. but yeah, Kappa. it's pretty, pretty epic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty epic for a Turtles movie. Have you guys watched the new animated ones? Once for both. I, I have not. Just one time. Yeah. I have not. I have not watched them either for fear of it's, one wasting my time and absolutely exactly. hating them. And then the potential that it could ruin the you know, originals for me and be like, oh my gosh, what? why did they do this? But I had zero desire to do it. I don't even know what to say about it other than yeah. like the, the main thing that stood out to me when I was watching him was the fact that they gave Donatello the worst voice ever. Yeah. Um, and I just could not get over that from the beginning of the movie. I was like, no, I'm out. I can't, <laughs> it's yeah. not Corey Feldman's, you know, raspy yeah. voice, deep voice or sarcasm. It's like, oh, like it sounds like that. Uh, you, also made yeah. a good, you also made a good point. They they kind of have like this California vibe. Yeah. But but it's all set up in New York. And like you said, yeah. Raphael is definitely the only one that's got yes. kind of a yeah, Brooklyn accent. And I don't know if you noticed it, like I meant to mention earlier, but partway through the movie, Raphael kind of loses his voice. Like huh. it's deeper, Bronxy through like three quarters of the movie. And then there are scenes where he okay, says yeah. something and he sounds just like the other turtles. When he uh, wakes up, I think after that, there's a couple scenes where, yeah, you're right. He's yeah. Where, not and I don't know if it's because all the rest of those lines are all in exasperation. Like it's yelling something mm-hmm. or, you know, there's not the him just being angsty. 
Um, or maybe him going through that window knocked the accent out of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it wasn't because like they just didn't realize it and they're like, oh crap, did we uh, forget would, uh, that we gave him this I mean, voice? I, I understand them filming out of order, but I don't know about the ADR. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like that would be in order. Right. Or I don't know. So I don't know why their voices would, yeah, I why think his I, voice would change. I remember from like behind the scenes or just reading that the suits were horrible to work in. Yeah. They're super <laughs> heavy, non-porous. And so they didn't breathe. Um, and they were just hot and they had these stunt people, you know, doing all these flips and kicks and yeah. Amazing, amazing choreography with like wearing that. Yeah. Wearing those costumes. Like there were, I was watching a couple of this, the shots where they were like jump off a wall and do front flip yeah. and then do some other stuff. I was like, how, or the and turtle it, row? You remember the turtle row? Yeah, where they both yeah, were connected. Yeah, yeah. Like, that had <laughs> been miserable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if we if we went through and described every fight scene, um, it would take us forever because literally every cut there weren't a lot of cuts um, for the individual action. So like when it set up a fight between one of the mm-hmm. individuals and one of the foot, you actually got to see the choreography. But there was a, a cut for every turtle. So yeah. one quick clip where they did something comedic and some weird right. style. And then the next clip, same thing. But there were so many of those. Like you guys said, the spinning shell, uh, the the aquarium, the one where um, uh, Donnie, I think, uh, or uh, Leo, like swings his swords the same direction every yeah, time. Yeah, but then yeah. he stops to fake the guy gotcha. out and hits him. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many of those that they're perfect. Yeah, they're great. And I think they only got better through the the other two movies. Like the choreography was better. The stunt work was better. If it were done any other way, it wouldn't feel grounded. You know, that that would have been, I wish they just, it would have felt more childlike maybe, but I wish they just did that for the reboots if they were going to do it. Just do it practical. Right. Yeah. I did like the shot where, Michelangelo is about to get whacked from behind with the axe and he like sinks into his shell. Yep. It makes yeah. me feel like, why don't they do that more often when like, they're getting punched <laughs> right. or something? You know? And he was like, I love they being a turtle. Right. Yeah. I should do one of these shots where one of them actually gets in their turtle shell. <laughs> is there a part or shot in the movie that did make you cringe? Cause like I said, I was watching through there and I didn't really like pick out anything that was, it was simple enough. Their jokes were funny enough and they weren't too, it wasn't too much where I was like, this is kind of annoying, but did anything mm-hmm. stand out to you being like, eh, I didn't really care for that. I, I don't know. Casey Jones being excessively aggressive to <laughs> with that massage. I was yeah. Try, yeah. I was like, he really was. That was the beginning of a porno. That was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who, what guy gets away with that? Like, just, yeah meeting her once but she was yeah. like she was like scared and startled when he like he first right? touched her yeah. and he just like sit down it's like yeah it's like just say no that was that was totally the start of a porno that got interrupted by donatello oh man yeah yeah, yeah. just that that scene the only other thing i would say is uh there were some scenes where you could clearly see a separation with the neck and the torso yes the, i did notice that the mask line yeah exactly yeah there were lots of those. Now that I know of a, a shot where you can see the guy's mouth inside the turtle head. The one where I, I he remember. screams way open. Yeah, exactly. And you can see the tongue and stuff, but yeah, yeah, it's real brief, but you can see a color difference. And yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, wait, was that the actor inside the mask? Yes, there was one, yeah. but I, I didn't catch it on this rewatch. Like, but like I've as seen a, it online as a kid though, like the cringy part was definitely that Raphael when he screams that camera's doing the circle around him. <laughs> yeah, it was like a scary movie kind it of It was vibe. kind of a scary yeah. like it was intense. That scene yeah. was intense because it's a handheld shot and he's going around uh, yep. Raphael and the shakiness of the handheld like yeah. going around him so you could feel his emotion. Which is funny like why they did it handheld to do that hero shot because like we mentioned he does a lot of those 360 mm-hmm. really dramatic shots which really like elevate the movie but all the other ones, you know, were dollied or on tracks. Why didn't right. they do that with that one? Instead, it looked yeah, like the I, footage I was sped was, up. Yeah, I think it was just to yeah. um, exaggerate the emotion of Raphael. Because, yeah. I mean, I think they were afraid that because they're puppeteered, we wouldn't get 
the same emotional like weight of yeah. it. I also want to point out like as cheesy as a lot of a lot of this movie was, there's a lot of dark moments. Like especially with the cinematography mm-hmm. and just a lot of other things. There was a lot of like okay, you can see most movies that are aimed towards kids will be more well lit so that they yeah. can see everything. But there was a lot of scenes where you can't see It's moody. Even when they're inside April's place, you can't see like Raphael's face when he's talking to Leonardo about like, what are we going to do now? Like he's lit from behind. So yeah, yeah. I was watching natural that, was lighting. Like, was it because they were trying to hide the animatronics or was it to, you know, reinforce them? I don't know. Cause there were know. a lot of close ups of their eyes and face and stuff like yeah. that where I don't think so. I think it was, maybe it was a directorial choice to try to keep the natural setting Right, you know, alive as much as possible. That scene when uh, April's outside at the beginning, right after she sees the rat, she jumps on this like pile of trash. Yeah, and the only light is the street lamp yep. coming from above her. And I was looking at her face; is like the only way her face is like lit that way must be yeah. some whiteboard. It's just reflecting yep. the light from the street. I don't know. There's a lot of scenes like that. Yeah, and we mentioned it before. Like this movie for a, uh, I mean. Uh, who knows maybe the director whenever he got the project or maybe he brought the project to fruition was like i want to make a teenage mutant ninja turtles movie because i love (laughs) tmnt and and i'm going to make it the way i want to make it so i don't know if it was definitely directed towards like being a kid's movie but it was much more well put together than you'd expect for this type of movie it could have been much worse pointed out like the the flashbacks having one light. Oh yeah. So just the darkness. But yeah, I, the I, darkness. I love that. I love yeah. That. I was exactly. thinking about it. It reminded me of like the memories from eternal sunshine and the spotless mind where oh, yeah, the lighting in those memories were just the spotlight. Yeah. Like one spotlight. And especially as you know, everything was being spoiler alert as everything's <laughs> being <laughs> scrubbed from the memory, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you end up with just blackness on the edges of Mm -hmm. the frame it was kind of the same thing like if you were really recording a memory it's fuzzy the details aren't perfect and so the thing that you're focusing on in the memory is clear so he was focusing on his story and his master and the turtles i think that's the the main difference between this movie and all of the movies afterward is the lighting yeah even in the sequel the second one i feel like it's very bright well the cities or yeah. the, the city lighting. Yeah, exactly. Like every corner you turn, it was either raining with a dark yes. vibe. Or... It was like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It kind of was. Right. You me tell you what it reminded me of? Uh, yeah. Kind of like how they did the uh, the movie The Crow. Yeah, you, the way they you did mention light. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Very dark. There. Gave that gothic vibe. Mm-hmm. So the budget was $13.5 million. Okay. And guess how much it grossed worldwide? Uh, no, I know no, no, it made no, no. more. I, I gotta go to more. I gotta do a a different one. I just pulled it up and I was like, "That's a shit ton of money." But <laughs> it was the original, or not the original. <laughs> it was the re-release. But still, all right. So thirteen and a half million budget worldwide, two hundred two million. Like, one hundred two million. Yeah. So no, no oh wonder my. they, uh, you made know, sequels. like made the two sequels real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, we gotta do this now. Roy Ortiz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's crazy. Two hundred and two million. How much was it again? Thirteen and a half. Yeah, thirteen and a half million. Yeah, that's a good chunk of change. <laughs> Which you know, like, so yeah, thirteen and a half. It's you know, nineteen ninety money, but still, like, it's not like a huge budget project, but still, it's a pretty pretty big budget. But maybe their budget. Maybe they were focusing on other things or they went over a budget with this. And so set production and and lighting kind of went out the window when they were shooting. They had to do with what they got type thing. Maybe. I'm sure Jim, yeah. Jim Henson wasn't cheap. Right. And they did a great job. I yeah, mean, I, really I love the practicality of it. It is probably my favorite part of the movie because, like you said, the lighting, it's never off. You know, with some CGI, some lighting, it's not great. It makes that cgi image you know like more obvious Mm -hmm. but with this Mm -hmm. the lighting is always on because that person's actually standing there if you is there anything about it you wish you could change 
besides uh, the aggressiveness of Casey Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe somehow rework the relationship with April's boss and April. I don't know. Yeah. There's something there that feels like they could have done better. I don't know what, but (laughs) I thought the stern issue should be like worked a little better. Oh my God. He was just so brief and I don't know. Yeah. It's like the trouble was the foot. We knew that. Yeah. What was he doing to fix it? He was just nothing. Nothing. Giving something for April to report on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was a device to be like the only people that can save this city from uh, the foot. Or the turtles. Turtles. Yeah. Cops, sir. The turtles. Um, just for reference, big hit. Everyone went and watched TMNT. The second one, not <laughs> so much. It was uh, their budget went up to twenty-five million, and they only grow seventy-eight. That's a big difference. And it is then, a big difference. They still they still made out ahead though. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. yeah. You yeah. said Donatello's voice was different, right? Yeah, it's different. In the is it not movie. Johnny Knoxville or somebody that does one of the turtles? Uh, in, in the, the animated one? one? Uh, yeah. In the animated one, maybe. But the I'm talking about the like Michael Bay-ish version. Oh. Um, yeah. yeah, you need to find out, Michael. I'm doing that right now. Let's see. On it. <laughs> He's on it. You tell us. Use your computer. What is it? Wizardry. What is it called? It's just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles something. TMNT something in it. There was that uh, animated one that came out in the 2000s. And then. Yeah, the, 2012. That was the animated one. The fully animated? Yeah, I think it was fully animated. Uh, yeah, Megan Fox and Will Arnett. That was the first one. That was the CGI one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the CGI okay. one. And let's see the voices. Oh, my God. I, I kind of huh. want to look. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville, Leonardo. Oh, he was Leonardo. He was Leonardo. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Raphael was Alan Richson, which is, he's the new Jack Reacher. That's um, right. That's right. And Splinter was Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I have no frame of reference because I didn't, I haven't watched it. Yeah. Michelangelo was uh, Noel Fisher. I think you might recognize him. Um, was he the guy in Shameless? He, I think he is. I think he's one of them. Yeah. I think he's yeah. shameless. But uh, who's, who's Donatello? Jeremy Howard. Uh, he was, yeah, he's uh, he was one of the, he's the real tall, skinny nerd in Galaxy Quest, which is another movie we did. Right, yeah. Um, yeah I know you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. I Blonde think he was also, dish. yeah. Yeah, and I think he was also in um, Accepted that, and a couple accepted, other. Accepted. Uh, and it, I think he was one of. Movie. You know, one of the two teenage who's that try to go on the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey one, the two boys that go up at the very beginning of the movie. To I've only seen that a handful of times. What? It's yeah. a Christmas classic. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, uh, he's one of the who's in there. He's been in a, ra- a handful of stuff, but yeah, he was another um, one of the other voices. Yeah, for Donatello. Anyway. The third Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, their budget was twenty-one million. Uh, they made their money. Yes, they, it was worldwide. Was forty-two. That's still not. It's not two hundred. No, yeah, it's not two hundred. Yeah, yeah, clearly a steady that, uh, decline. I've heard that uh, whatever they make, half of it goes to theaters. I've, yeah, I'm not sure how entirely true that is, but what probably like a distribution cost or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, all that. It's still like, yeah, so the first one was a roaring success. The other two just, I guess, slowly lost interest. But, you know, that was 90, 91, and 93. So, like, maybe because it was such quick secession, you know. So, did the second one come out, like, the following year in 91? Yeah, 91. They were like, let's make this movie. (laughs) That was super quick. (laughs) And it was like... Uh, the whole kitchen sink in that movie. They went for they, it all. They really did. Yeah, so it was cool. Yeah. It's a cool movie. I love the... Uh, oh, man, why can't I think of the names? I used to know the names of the Toka creatures. Razor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were pretty cool. Um, but anyway. Second, second one you had, uh, Kevin Nash was Super, Super Shredder. Shredder. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. We've had the reboots with CGI, 
But can you think of another movie that's kind of like this? Like we haven't had like a kids martial arts types, you know, what was the movie? Um, Are you talking about Three, three Ninjas? Yeah, Three Ninjas. Yeah, yeah. But there hasn't really, in my head, nothing really stands out as like, they kind of haven't like rebooted this genre besides, you know, make re-releasing and making the, the CGI the versions. But movie uh, would be Karate Kid, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah, they, I guess they, they did, did do Cobra it with, uh, yeah. yeah, and Cobra Kai has been on Netflix. Yeah. Um, but even that's shifted away from being like, family yeah, kid oriented right right yeah it was for the people that used to watch karate kid grew <laughs> exactly. up with karate and that's kid. what we all wanted with teenage mutant Ninja turtles but yeah re- so the, so you think they could remake it if they like i don't know re- retired mean. ninjas yeah well, <laughs> turtles <the> adult <laughs> yeah ninja turtles <laughs> I mean, ninja raising turtles. a new generation actually that, that might actually <laughs> that wouldn't be, be terrible. terrible but they they'd be too afraid like that'd be right. a risk you know making that yeah it would definitely be a risk but they could like be trying to train the new generation, but they're conflicted. They don't know if they want to follow in their uh, older turtles' footsteps because they're old traditions and stuff. So they have to find their own way. And the old turtles would have to come and rescue the new turtles. Right, exactly. But then they realize they the the kids are the ones that are gonna rescue them. So they have to like exactly relinquish control. (laughs) They don't believe in the art of invincibility Ninja. yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's i was trying to when i was watching i was trying to think how authentic is this like were they really paying attention is this like too much cultural appropriation like they gave some of the foot soldiers um accents yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah even though they made it to look like it was outfitted regular by yeah York regular kids. kids and then um he says the art of ninja instead of I think they refer. They say it once, ninjutsu. Yeah, which is I think like the better, the more proper way to refer it, refer to it. So, I don't know. I don't know if other people watch this and are like, "This is like cringeworthy because they're butchering everything about the culture." It's possible. Oh, yeah, and Tatsu saying "ninja vanish." Yeah, like that. The and they just scurry. They just run. They run to the nearest exit, which yeah. gets bogged down with 50 guys. So they're all just like leaving one doorway. <laughs> Surely some of them died in that fire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, they're dead. <laughs> wow. And Tiramisu is the blame for it. Yep. Yeah. What, what did he, what did he say? He, he said, said something, things. but he says, um, like damn and, Japanese or something? So yeah. Oh yeah, he does, but they don't give a uh, subtitle for it or anything. I didn't even notice until Jeff kind of pointed it out. He's like, he said, "Damn, Japanese." (laughs) Yeah. One one thing I would change is one thing you mentioned, Michael, was definitely uh, the foot with their masks. How those (laughs) eyes look like somebody like cut up a microphone and glued pieces to them. Yeah, it just didn't make them seem very menacing, which. during the fight scenes, they're I guess they're kind of made to look that way. Like, look at them being made fun of and made to look like fools fighting these turtles who are so much better than them. But it could have added like a element of the turtles are in real danger. These foot guys aren't just incompetent dudes and they could have just made the masks. Hell, even if they didn't have anything on their eyes and they just did the whole like mouth cover, right, mouth and right. nose cover yeah, would have yeah. probably been a lot cooler. But yeah. Yeah. They were, yeah, they were kind of a threat for that. Like for what they did, the first thing they did is immediately stole Splinter. And yeah. then the second thing they did was go after Raph and then uh, took out the antique shop. So yep. I mean, they were a force, but only in number. Only, yeah, only a number. Only a number. It made them look like bugs, and so that I think distracted from they're supposed to be ninjas. Yeah, they're just drones. You know, they kind of look like uh, they more Trotters belong to be the henchmen of um, someone like the the monarch. Oh yeah, <laughs> the monarch. <laughs> <Ninja Brothers. laughs> Back to girlfriend. <laughs> Twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, that's a good show. All right. You have any saving graces for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Anything else you guys notice you want to talk about? Uh, I love the score on that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. The score yeah. is excellent. The soundtrack is even better. Yeah. They really did a good job with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I heard this, this is an independent film, right? Like, they, 
this company didn't make anything before this. I don't think so. And I, I want to say this was one of the first independent films to make as much money as they did. So yeah. for them to have this score, like you said, <laughs> it's like, wow. Yeah. Like, it was really good. And the only part of the score I didn't like, which I already pointed out, was just that brief, because I don't know if it even repeats, if I can remember correctly, just that brief little tidbit where it gets very 80s synth um, right after they beat up um, the foot rescuing April and they're walking through the uh, oh, sewer. Right, 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 <laughs> be- right before the freeze frame turtle yeah, intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> oh, that the... I think they do that at the end when they're fighting in the streets. Yeah, when he okay, says, okay, I love right. being a turtle, I think yeah, it's yeah, playing yeah, in the background. Like That was the only one where it's like so generic, not unique. Like, oh, I've heard all of this before and all they, the other yeah, they, they 80 movies. They kind of related to the cartoon yeah. a little bit. Yeah. A yeah. little bit. But other than that, yeah, that like first intro was... Everything was like yeah. production level. Oh, what's that? What's it? Like it's, yeah, the, it's randomly uh, when they change things. Yeah, like it's very heavy, epic, and unique. Like as soon as I heard it, even though I haven't watched this movie in forever, I immediately recognized it. And I was anytime, like, oh, I remember this. Yeah, anytime yeah. any ninja stuff happened, it's like, doo, yeah. doo, 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 doo. like, did you really see it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Of right. course, turtle turtle power at the end. Oh my god! Yeah. Once I heard T U R T L E power, that's an ending right there. That's it a is. solid ending song. Yeah, for sure, it was great. And again, yeah, all of the writing was just enough, and it was delivered well enough. Like the voice acting and all of that. That you really, you really probably sh- this movie could have failed so horribly. It could have if yeah. it mm-hmm. wasn't delivered so well. Yeah, they they made a good movie. It really was a big risk. Yeah, for sure. Because who the heck heard about, you know, TMNT before then? Yeah, unless you had kids. That was really the only way, I feel like. Yeah. And even then, like, you know, like, it's got to be popular enough to bring those people in. Well, if you think about, like, the cartoon in the 80s, it reached, like, a certain young demographic. I feel like Mm -hmm. this one was more for, like, teens. Yeah, it really was. Teenagers. Teenagers. Right. The teenage <laughs> mutant ninja turtles. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it's, enough cheese. And cheese it gets for the pizza. It's exactly. a six point seven <laughs> on uh IMDB, you know, not too bad. It's, it's pretty high up there compared to some other movies. You say it was a six seven? Yeah, six point seven. How did the critics rate it on Rotten Tomatoes? What does it say? I don't know. Six point seven though. Eighty-one uh, percent. I'm, I'm a little biased. I, I give it eight. Eighty-one yeah. percent. You said seventy-seven on Rotten Potato or Rotten Potatoes. <laughs> rotten Potatoes. Rotten Potatoes. Uh, <laughs> rotten Tomatoes and uh, eighty-one on Google. So I mean, like that's pretty good. It is. It's solid. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah, it's solid. Four All right. Last saving graces for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I will. Okay, I will say the. The opening title that we actually showed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it feels like they just cut out the animated. Yeah, they kept it cartoony. <laughs> yeah, they right? kept it cartoony. They didn't change it at all. It was yeah. just from the cartoon. And when it cartoon. when it leaves the frame, it has like the little trail going off it, of it. it. Did, yeah, I I think like uh, bec- like you mentioned the lighting and the feeling of the movie. Even though it was like they had their little celebration inside the sewers up until that point with the freeze frame shadow. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I feel like if you're going to do a freeze frame, you might as well do it with the characters on there. So he could have done it when they did the high three or something. Right. Um, but yeah, like with the. That was. I, 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 like I think the, it would have been cool with a different title style. Right. That was the only thing that was like not. It didn't really work with the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just those titles. That's it. If they changed that a little bit, I feel like it would have worked with the, the tone and the everything else. But right, I guess they needed to keep it that way. Yeah, to keep, really tell keep the audience, it. like, oh, by the way, this really is a teenage mutant ninja turtle movie. Yeah, keep it kind of authentic, kind yeah, of exactly. Yeah, Bossa Nova, Chevy Nova, yeah. Chevy Nova, <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> Which Bossa Nova. It's much better than excellent. <laughs> Bossa Nova. I love it. I love how he says it questionably. Yeah. Chevy Nova. <laughs> excellent. Yeah. It's great. Like that's just enough cheese. 
where yeah, you're like, oh yeah, these are just a bunch of teenage idiots. Deep dish. Yeah. <laughs> deep dish. Yeah. I think that's something that you are supposed to recognize is they're supposed to be teenagers. Yeah. That's kind of kind of one of the points of it is they're still being raised by Splinter and making rash decisions and they're volatile and they all have their own personalities and reveling and beating up some guys, but it's only one victory. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, then if we don't have anything else for this episode, um, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, please do so at Movie Memory Podcast. And also, if you have any suggestions for movies for us to do, um, maybe there's something out there that we have seen, but maybe it's been a while and give us a challenge. Um, send it to us in an email at moviememorypodcast at gmail.com. Other than that, Eric, you got anything you want to say to the people? Well, you can check me out on Spotify and all forms of social media, but just remember I am the thriller in Manila, the vanilla gorilla, the easy, the sleazy, the 240 pounds of ooh, baby squeeze me. My name's Eric Caldwell. That's Caldwell, not Coldwell or Coel. E R I C C A L D W E double L and ask yourself, who the hell? Eric Caldwell. Jeff, you got anything to say? Actually, yeah, there is one thing I want to say. Kawabunga. <laughs> <laughs>